welcome back, you degenerates, to the number one gambling podcast show in the world. I'm Billy, Billy FFD, and I'm here with my great, great grieving friend, Mr. Morgan Watkins. How you doing tonight, Mo Watts? Phenomenal. Uh, Loving life. Thriving. Uh, what other adjectives can we think of? Down uh, astronomically bad? I don't even know if astronomically counts any longer. I am now 50,000 leagues under the sea bad. He's as cold as the Night, the night King in uh, Game of Thrones. So it is what it is. As part of gambling, you know, NFL's very tough to bet on. Tonight we'll be doing NFL, and we'll also be we're doing a double episode. Eight the NFL. Yeah, well, it's it's the hardest sport to handicap for a reason. Um, I don't want to do it to you, Morgan, but it's a weekly show, and I do have to go over the records. Sorry, <laughs> bud. Let's get it over with. <laughs> uh, I am 8 and 11 currently, and you are... Uh, terribly low 17 and 26 and i'm very sorry i begged and pleaded on a couple of those picks last week and you just told me i'm an idiot called me a square even stand by that stand by that comment the game was never close i'm not talking about that i'm standing by the you're an idiot comment oh yeah well that's fair i'll I'll accept that i'll accept that fair enough um but it's a new week it's a new week um we're sweating out a couple of things right now i have a teaser with the Bengals and another team who we'll talk about in a minute and morgan has the over what, what's the number you have 46 46 and it is a 20 we're at 28 for the total just early on in the third quarter so you know almost the end of the third quarter <laughs> let's, let's yeah let's, well, i'm trying to help you out i'm trying to help you out quarter. Trying to boost you, boost some, boost some uh, self-esteem in you. I'm trying to help my boy, but you know, like I said, it's a new week, new us. Morgan got a different pair of glasses on. You know, he's feeling better. He's a little tired. We're, try- we're trying, we're trying to figure out the new mojo. There's got to be some. There's some mix of things and potions and spells and other random ass assortment of shit that we talked about in this wretched month of october that i'm not doing that'll help i might have to do like a voodoo ceremony or a ouija board soon that's to why get some winds coming my way i was near your area this morning and i i texted you yesterday i said hey let's do a live show and then you're like i don't go home till like 9 30 tonight and i'm like ah because i wanted to boost the boost the morale you know get some get some energy in that household get something going but we'll do it soon we'll get something live going um but new month, new you. That's all. I, this is my least favorite month of the year. This is, I, this is, I'm just set up for failure this entire month. Listen, it is what it is. I need NBA basketball. I need college basketball. I'm just, it's, yeah. Listen, I'm thriving. What are you, you going to do? I, yeah. I'm holding water. I'm... I need Chinese basketball to come back. Yeah. So whatever, when in doubt gamble on Chinese basketball, and I find my way out of things. I'm able to see the board again. All I need is some little crab rangoons and some Sichuan blue whales, and I'm back. I can find my way out of the forest. (laughs) Right now, there's no Chinese basketball on the horizon. It's more likely that Ben Simmons ends up playing for a Chinese basketball team than I'm going to sit there getting to wait for one. Yeah. I will say, what's been killing you has been the the props. You might want to... I want to... Switch that up and not stake them, but yeah, props are hard. Yeah. Um, let's get into some games. 
like I said, I'll go over my teaser real quick because it's already live. Uh, for those of you who followed it, it's Bengals minus one and a half and Cardinals plus ten and a half. Um, it's teasing through the, through the football numbers. Otherwise, you you're not, you don't tease football unless you're getting through numbers. It's that simple. You don't do it at all. And that's why they call it a tease. You're having a little fun. Uh, since we're recording while the game's going on, I'll also give out the Colts as a uh, another option for the for the teaser for as of right now because you're getting through three six and seven so make it a plus eight so i do like that as well if you just didn't get it in on time so be a plus eight instead of a plus two um simple as that i'll I'll let you kick off a real game i just wanted to get that one out of the way real quick all right well we'll kick off a real one i'm going to talk about which i view as my same as the Bills versus Dolphins two weeks ago. This is the Titans laying six and a half to the New York football Jets. Um, Titans haven't been great to start the season. However, as I said at the beginning of the year, they were my Super Bowl pick. Uh, I still believe in the Titans. I think that as they kind of get a little, get together a little bit more, the defense starts to round in the form. Offense starts to learn how to click a little bit better. Adding Julio in there gets healthier. They both have A.J. Brown and Julio a little bit banged up this week. So we'll see if they are going to play in general. Um, this could be a good get-right game for them. We saw what Buffalo did to Miami after coming out you know, kind of lackluster in week one. It was a real get-right game for them, and they have been firing at all cylinders since that point. Um, I kind of think that's the same mentality that this game for Tennessee is going to be. Um, I think Derrick Henry is going to have a monster game again. Um, they are at, the Titans right now are averaging 159.3 yards per game on the ground. Uh, I think that number is only going to go up. I think Derrick Henry is going to top that number himself. I think he's probably looking at about 170 at least. Jets were averaging, I believe it was just under 112 yards per game given up against the run. However, they clearly have not faced anybody nearly to the talent that Henry is and how well if they are just a physical running team. Um, Once they get that going, the play action pass always ends up to work very well where that brings in uh, with Andrew Ferkser can take take advantage of it. and I do think at least one of that duo of A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, will ultimately play in this game, which will bode well. Um, what really helps the Titans a ton in this one is Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson and the Jets lead the league in turnovers. Uh, I still believe in Zach Wilson. I still think he will be a good quarterback in time. However, it is just the adjustment from BYU to the NFL is taking a little bit longer than you see some of these quarterbacks. And most of these quarterbacks, rookie first-year guys, have not played very well to you know, start off their careers and everything. All those five first-round pick quarterbacks really haven't done anything too great. Trevor Lawrence is looking pretty decent tonight. We'll see how long that keeps up on everything. Um, but I expect there to be a lot of extra possessions for the Titans, a lot of short fields for the Titans to work with, which will only play more into the hand of that Tennessee ground attack where they can push the ball. Um, big ones, stats I love in this game. Jets are 0-3 against the spread thus far this season. They're also 0-4 in their last four games as an underdog. Uh, I do think the Titans are going to win this game by double digits. So if I can get it at six and a half, take it. Yep. I do like that. Just one thing you mentioned, A.J. Brown, he's out. He's going to be weak to week. out. Yeah, he's going to be weak to week. He pulled a hamstring. He'll be out like probably most, closer to like three weeks, I think. Um, listen, I'm, I'm on the same game, uh, going a different route. The Jets stink. Don't talk to me about the Jets. They don't score any points. They're in dead last in offensive, uh, in every offensive category. Robert Salah, Saleh, Saleh, whatever you want to call his last name. Salad. Salad. He has no business being a head coach. There was, I'm, 
I talked about it on FFD on Tuesday. There was a play that they ran that I saw a screenshot of it on Twitter, where it was three three to the right, and then the running back came out the back the back with the tight end blocking. All three receivers ran the same exact route. They're all running the same way. The entire defense is standing in front of them. Someone's got to be open, right? You'd think. None of them were. (laughs) None of them were. Like, it was the worst play call I've ever seen in my life. Robert Salah, 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 whatever you want to call him, he's Adam Gase 2.0. Like I I tweeted before, like uh, Joe Green tweeted before, talking about Urban Meyer. This guy, he's just Adam Gase wearing a Halloween costume. Like, there, there's no difference. Like, the play calling is just as bad, if not worse. Um, I'm going to be on the under. This is where I'm going with this. Uh, I, don't, I don't even think the Jets put any points on the board. Like, if they would, like, if the Jets were to <laughs> turn this around, if the Jets were to turn their season around and, like, make Zach Wilson look good, it would be against the Titans defense, who's been pretty bad so far. But... AJ bring AJ Brown being out means nothing. It makes no difference. They're just going to run the ball. I will say, if you're even thinking about taking the Derrick Henry prop bet, I'm urging you not to do it because they'll they'll run McNichols out there in the second half probably half the time, just because they don't want to hurt Derrick Henry when it's an easy game that they're going to win. Um, the under is six and one in the Jets' last seven overall, and the under is four and zero in the Jets' last. Four against a team with a winning winning record. Take the under. Thank me later. I told you guys unders all year with the Jets. They've hit all three of their unders. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that play. Um, that'll be a operation tail Billy to get hot again play for sure. Um, so I definitely I lean with that as well. I think that's a smart one. Jets. I think the Jets will put up maybe ten points in this game. Maybe twelve if they get an extra field goal in there somewhere, and they just can't do much else with the offense. It might just be a field goal game for the Jets. Honestly, they might not score a touchdown. Uh, it's very possible. Um, yeah, like I, I said earlier, I like Zach Wilson. It's just it's taking a little bit of time. I don't. I, I never like when they, a team drafts a quarterback very high. However, has a defensive minded head coach and yeah. hires a defensive head coach. Like that to me is just. You are setting your young quarterback up for failure, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a lot of times those first-year quarterbacks when they have a guy with an offensive mind. Yes, they might not light the league on fire all the time right away, but they have significantly more success, and you can see good signs out of them. You're not wrong. I think Robert's a lot, showing a lot of Adam Gates 2.0 so far. You know, yep. not great. Could uh, yeah. Robert Salah be a one-and-done coach? No, be a good option for them as they bring in Joe Brady from Carolina. Dead, Maybe I'm dead, too bad to get Zach Wilson going. Dead last in passing. Dead last in rushing. They don't do anything well. Like, at least they weren't dead last in anything last year. Like, Yeah, it's not bad. Um, all right, moving on. Next pick. My pick that I have next. Uh, kind of going sort of with a similar theme, how we said the get-right game everything. Buffalo Bills, Houston Texans, over 47 points. Uh, like I said previously with the, te- the Jets-Titans game, two weeks ago, when Buffalo took on Miami, it was really get them right, get that offense clicking after a really kind of a piss-poor showing in week one uh, against Pittsburgh. Since that time, they have put up totals of 43 and 35 points in the last two games. 
Um, it is clicking on all cylinders on that offense right now. Josh Allen is looking like Josh Allen again. Um, they're doing a very good job of getting Zach Moss and Devin Singletary more involved in the ground game, which has really opened things up. Josh Allen defenses cannot come in and stack the box against them. Uh, or I'm sorry, you know, add those extra defenders in the secondary. They have to kind of, you know, play to that run a little bit more so. And it allows them to work that screen game some more, which is even was working out. Uh, Stephon Diggs is going to start putting up the numbers that you more of explore expect of him. Dawson Knox is still going to sneak in behind that second in that in between that secondary linebacker level. So they're going to put up some big numbers. Um, Houston is clearly the inferior team in this game. Houston's not going to win this game, right? However, they put up some sneaky numbers this year. They do have been putting up some numbers in here. Davis Mills, well, Mr. Long Neck himself. Uh, I saw some signs when he was playing against in that last where I kind of liked him. I was, I'm not out on Davis Mills. I think he could be a guy. I don't know if he'll be a superstar or anything, but I know Billy and I were talking off stream last week that I know Billy knows and everyone who watches knows that I am a big NFL draft guy. Had Davis Mills gone back to Stanford for this senior season here, I do think he could have made a case to be an early second, late first round pick with a very good year. Uh, it would have really helped Stanford, but we'll talk about that more in the college show. Teaser right there. Mm. Um, I do, like I said, I do think Houston has some, a little bit of nice things on offense. They can get the ball moving. Brandon Cooks actually hasn't looked that bad under uh, out wide with Davis Mills and Tyrod Taylor as their quarterback. Uh, Mark Ingram has been doing some nice things that they keep kind of feeding him. He's still finding his way to the end zone. Uh, big trust, baby. Um, so have one right there. They have put up 22.3 points per game so far. So for as bad as everybody thought Houston was, and they're still not great, they are putting up 22.3. You're telling me all I need right there then is for Buffalo to basically score three touchdowns and a field goal. I don't think they're going to have any problem with that whatsoever. Um, the over is four and one in the Texans last five games. Uh, the over is four and one in the Bills last five games following and against the spread win. Additionally, the over is 13, four and one for the Bills in, in their last 18 games following a straight up win. Uh, I think the Bills are starting to find it. They're going to start to run away with that AFC East division. And right now it's kind of just putting the rest of the league on notice that offense is that explosive firepower offense that we expect at the beginning of the year. I like that pick. What's the number again? Just because I'm going to write it 47. down. I like that a lot, actually. I think the Bills could possibly score 47 by themselves. I do, too. I mean, they put um, up 43 last week against the against Redskins. I'm sorry, Washington. I, and yeah. the week before, 35 against Miami. Both of those teams have better defenses than Houston does. So at least um, on paper, they do. Everybody thought going the season, especially Washington, should have a very good defense with that defensive line. And everything. It hasn't worked out thus far this season. Miami has a phenomenal secondary led by Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. They did nothing against Buff the Buffalo Bills last week. They were torched. Josh Allen had no problem moving the ball against them. Houston the does not have the front four. <clears throat> the problem for Washington wasn't the front four; it's the secondary. They just, no, the they secondary, just get blown the front by. Four can't, if, yeah, the front four can't get pressure. The secondary is doomed. Plain and simple. So that's like, the one issue there. If you get two deep bombs to Emmanuel Sanders, you're going to have a bad time, and you're not going to win a game. And um, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure it was yourself who might have written for FFD. It's called Beasley season. It's time. It's came early this year. We're called Beasley and the slot starts going off like he usually does every single year. Uh, so look, just look out. Touch anytime. Touchdown. Cole Beasley like this that. week. I do like that a lot. Um, let me let me switch gears. I was going to go into a game we're both on, but I'll, I'll switch to something else. Uh, let's go Chiefs minus seven against your Eagles. I hate to tell you this, Morgan. Your Eagles... Stink. 
Oh my god! Like I had a teaser against him. I I didn't post it just because I don't like to post the same game teaser. I had the over, and the Eagles plus plus ten. I had the six and a half point teaser just to make it a ten, and they stink. Oh my god! They couldn't do a damn thing. Um, I will say this: if the Chiefs can't beat them by at least one touchdown, the Chiefs aren't a playoff team. It's that simple. I don't think they, even if they do make the playoffs, they're a first round exit. Like the Eagles are not good. The defense has looked good. They've only given up uh, 162 uh, passing yards per game, but Mahomes is known he can he can shred any defense in the league without a doubt. Uh, a little prop thing I'm looking for is I also like the over and receiving yards with Travis Kelsey. Um, we talked about it before. I think that. Um, the Eagles against tight ends are just brutally terrible. Um, anything over anything under 100 yards, I'll probably play. I won't post it, but I do think it'd probably be set around 80 to 83. I think that's probably fair. Um, but let's be real. The Chiefs haven't covered a game this year. They covered three games last year. I, I can't remember the last time they've covered a game. 11 and one in their last 13. Yeah, but it, if they're going to cover one, it's got to be against the Eagles, right? I, I not, I'm not touching it because as soon as I touch it, it's going to go the other way. I agree with you 100%. Though. This should be the game they cover. There's yeah. no excuse for them to cover. The Eagles are not that good. We've seen it the past two weeks. I've been telling people for weeks, all the people in Philadelphia going crazy when we beat the Falcons pretty big. Falcons suck. They're not good. You are going crazy thinking that the Eagles are a much better team than they actually are. Jalen Hurts showed it last week. Like I've been saying forever, he kind of stinks. He does. He has a noodle arm. He can't uh-huh. throw it more than forty yards, and he's not very accurate. You know, he's a great. You know, he's a great story. He seems like a great guy and everything. You know, he has all the intangibles. He doesn't have the most important thing a quarterback needs, which is an arm. He's got it. It's just not accurate. He just he just can't throw a deep ball. He can't. It's. You got to be able to stretch it a little bit. Um, I will say, Eagles got embarrassed on Monday. They yeah, it wasn't fun. They should have scored more points. They didn't. Um, but the Eagles are three and nine in in their last twelve against the spread when playing on Sunday, following a Monday night game. A little something, a little specialty, uh, a little, little short week specialty. You know, they're bad against the spread. On my, after a loss on Monday night, or just a game on Monday night, um, Eagles are four and ten against spreading the last fourteen following up a straight up loss. Give me the Chiefs minus seven. Um, it, I will say if it goes to seven and a half, don't touch it. I try to burn it into people's minds. Don't take bad numbers. Seven is not a great number. You, you can push on the seven, but I'll take the seven and be happy if I do push. What do you got next for us, Mister Mo Watts? All right, so next, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot a little bit and kind of go off of what I was going to do, but I think we, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the most important and biggest game of the entire week, of this entire week's stretch of games, right? And that's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling up to New England to play the Patriots. Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick. Uh, it's the game of the year. You know, It's going to be phenomenal. It's what everybody wants to see, right? No. Uh, going to be on the Buccaneers laying six and a half against the Patriots 
Buccaneers are significantly better than the Patriots are. Uh, this obviously is a massive revenge game for Tom Brady. It's Brady versus Belichick. I also want to throw out there, don't forget about Gronk versus Belichick, though. Uh, I will have a play on as Gronk as a anytime touchdown score and a two-touchdown score in this game. Because I think Brady is going to not only want to put up numbers against Belichick himself, but he's going to want to have both Brady and Gronk put up numbers against Belichick and show the two of them as a duo are still getting it done and they're just the most elite that there is. Uh, Gronk has looked like the old Gronk this year. He's been absolutely phenomenal. He just needed a, that year off and then one year to kind of just get his legs back under him, and he j- is just dominating the season. Uh, Bucks and Brady, they're coming off a pretty embarrassing showing against the Rams. Go ahead, Billy. I know you want to say it. I'm fucked up. I picked the wrong side in that game. I Told get you. it. You're a square. You know, it happens. Whatever. Yeah, idiot. You're um, fucking idiot. So, He's going to come back. And like we said last week, and I probably should have acknowledged it a little bit more. It might have been a look-ahead game to this week. If we're looking ahead to this week, Brady's going to finish up. Brady's not going to come back out a second game in a row and lose this one. They put up 432 passing yards against the Rams last week. A pretty good defense. New England's defense is not that good. They have good net. See, this is that's exactly the inspection I expected. Everyone seems to think that New England's defense is better than it is. If you dive into the numbers of their defense, they have the number two ranked pass defense in the league. However, who have they faced? Jameis Winston, Zach Wilson, and Tua Tagovailoa. The 18th, 31st, and 32nd ranked passing attacks in the league. Going up against Tom Brady, who is leading the number two passing attack in the league. That defense is not as good as it looks like it is on paper. They have played a very soft schedule so far this year. Mac Jones and that offense, they're not doing much. They just lost James White for the season. That is going to hurt them significantly more than anyone will think it is. Uh, maybe our guy Ramondre Stevenson will actually see some carries now, which would be kind of nice. Seeing how he's sitting on my bench for fantasy football. but who knows? I told you to drop him two weeks ago. I don't recall this, so... I've already given up on the fantasy football season as it is. I'm, I'm just losing everything every week. Um, some of those trends and stuff. The Buccaneers are four and one against the spread in their last five games after allowing thirty points in their last the previous game. Uh, they're also five and zero against the spread following a straight up loss. Uh, Patriots on the other side are four nine and one in their last fourteen against a team with a winning record. Uh, I love the Patri- I'm sorry, the Buccaneers in this spot. I think they're going to win by double digits. I think Brady is going to put on a show coming back to New England. I, I'm i on the same side as you. Um, you may or may not have stolen my uh, my prop bets for Tom Brady, goal line rush, and Gronk touchdown, but I, well, I'll accept that. Um, it is a Tom Brady revenge game. I told you it was a look-ahead game last week to this game. Um, it's going to be a good game. I do think it's a... It, if, it, if you, you can't get the seven or six and a half, I wouldn't take it. I really wouldn't. Um, because, you know, Bill, Mr. Big Bill Belichick, cut off sleeves, ready to go. He's going to have Mac Jones in a position in order for him not to lose the game. He's going to take the ball out of his hands. He's going to run the ball. Uh, I mean, the Bucks' run defense is very good. Um the fourth best through the first three weeks, averaging 63.7 yards per carry and only uh, 3 point, I'm sorry, 63.7 yards per game and then 3.1 yards per carry, which is third best in the NFL. Um, 
listen, if you but if you go and look at the New England game, that was a close game outside of the of the defensive touchdown. Like it wasn't like they didn't give up many yards to Jameis. Like Jameis still has a bomb. You know, it's still a good team. I do think that the Tampa secondary is beaten and battered, but listen, I Tom Brady knows what he's gonna do, what they what Bill Belichick's gonna try to do for him. He knows how he's gonna try to scheme. He knows every blitz package. He knows what what he disguises everything as. There's nothing that you can't do. I do think it's a square bet, but sometimes the squares win. Uh, the Buccaneers five and zero in the last five against uh, following an against spread loss, and also five and zero against a straight after a straight up loss. Uh, and the Patriots. I don't know if you said this before or not. Uh, it's two and five in the last seven against the spread. Give me the Bucks minus. I have minus seven. I don't have a six and a half. I wish I did. It's a much better number. Morgan got ahead, got ahead of the game for once, and got the better number. I love it. Um, I, that was my pick as well. I'll go to my my last pick of the night. Keep this one nice and short. Cardinals money line. I'm not worried about the. I know I have them in the teaser at plus ten. That's just because I'm going through the numbers you know it's just great value there for the teaser which doesn't look like he's going to win unless the the Bengals score here um but it, it's a huge letdown uh after the rams beating the bucks you know that, that that was a major game for them yes they do have this is a division game um this could be the first time the cardinals have beaten the rams since uh sean mcveigh took the game over uh since he took the team over He's never, they've never beaten the Rams under Sean McVay. Uh, Cards are playing great football. Kyle looks like an MVP, hopeful this year. Uh, the Rams have given up 281 passing yards through the air, which is, and uh, the Cardinals have been slightly better, only giving up 202 yards per game. To me, I do think that the hungry dog runs faster in this one. You know, I think. I'm just watch. Sorry, I'm just watching you, and it looks like I'm just thinking you're looking for the cricket right now, and you hear him or something because you're no, just you're uh, like looking around and everything. Standing in my like, chair in disgust. <laughs> I'm just assuming that Jiminy is somewhere around there right now, kind of peeking his head out, getting ready to join the show. I don't know. I haven't been home in a few days, so I don't know if he's he might here have or not. To, he might have to be our new third chair. Well, you know. I think we need him gone because ever since he's been here, you've done terribly. I do think that we need yeah, him gone. I might be cursed by him, actually. That's what I'm saying. You keep saying, oh, he's, Jiminy's good news. Jiminy's good that's news. No, thought. it's not. I, didn't, I did not think of that. That's smart. you got to be superstitious. A little stitious. Uh, Cardinals 9-3-2 against the spread in the last 14 as a road underdog. I will say I will debate whether to take the money line or not if d hop is not full 100 percent ready to go he's listed as questionable for sunday currently and they did use him as decoy last week regardless i would just take the points with the cardinals and i do think the line moves more towards the rams if he is declared out he won't he'll hope play but if he's not um if he's not 100 percent, the line would definitely move more towards the cardinals but give me the cardinals money line that's gonna be my official pick that's I've already bet it, so I do like that. Uh, I do think the Cardinals could win this game. I think after after last week's game, the Rams against the Bucks, it could be a letdown kind of game for them, where they kind of overlook the Cardinals a little bit because they just took down the reigning champs, you know, the top in the NFC and whatnot. Uh, I'm not at least as officially, I won't be on 
the spread for that game. However, I am on the over 54 and a half for that game. Um, last year, what last time they played each other was week 13 last year, and Kyler Murray played very poorly. However, the two teams still combined for 66 points. Uh, and now we're adding Matt Stafford into the mix here where you have a much better quarterback who is also playing at an MVP level. All it took was getting out of Detroit, and you play really well, apparently. Um, the two teams this season, they're 4-2 and two to the over combined between them. Uh, we've seen both of these offenses put up phenomenal numbers. Uh, and really, once they get it cooking, yes, DeAndre Hopkins is a little banged up. However, we saw Rondell Moore show last year. I'm sorry, not last year, last week, which is really exciting. And he is a very fun player to watch on the offense side. And I think they'll just look to continue to incorporate him more and more into the offense now as he gets more comfortable. Uh, we've seen A.J. Green do a few nice things. I've always been a big Andy Isabella guy. I have liked him for a few seasons since he was drafted in the second round. Fun fact, he was the receiver taken directly before D.K. Metcalf mm-hmm. in that draft. Um, Imagine that team, D.K. I mean, and D-Hop. That would be unbelievable. That's just with Christian Kirk also. Yikes. That team would be scary. Um, Like I said, they're getting much more comfortable. Stafford clearly has a great connection already with Cooper Cup. Um, More and more reps that he's going to get, he's going to get even better connections with Tyler Higley, better connections with Robert Woods. Like and he has a ton of weapons. Daryl Henderson had, didn't look too bad as the actual starter. Now getting some carries. Um, They can do some things on both sides of the ball. That works. Their offensive lines for both of these teams are good, so they're going to be able to protect for these offenses. Like we said, I said earlier, the Rams still gave up 423 passing yards last week to the Patriots. Rams have what everyone thought going Not into the, the season. to the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Tom Brady. So, um, you know, they still gave up a ton of yards, and we are thinking of them as this great offense. I'm sorry, great defense still. They didn't do a ton to stop Brady that game. He moved. Now you're adding a quarterback who can run around the ball. And Kyler looks like he took the next step again. Quarterbacks in their third year. That is the year where they really blow up. And we're seeing it with Kyler this season. Uh, the over is 5-0 and oh in the Rams' last five games overall. For the Cardinals, it's 4-1 and one in their last five following and against the spread win. Uh, so I do like the over 54.5 with this game. I don't hate it at all. I do think it's a high-scoring game. It's a division game. I think both offenses are very good. Um, the Rams' secondary has been a little secondary, uh, suspect at times. Well, you just saw that now? Um, I have it up on – I have ESPN up the oh, app on my back. I was going to say, like, that's what I would I just, just – I, I, I gave a I fist just bump happened before to page back. I gave no, a I nice just, fist bump from before. Now, you know, my luck here is this is going to be a 24-21 to 21 game. Someone's just going to kick a fucking field goal. You have 45-46. I have 46 Oy. Yeah, that's inevitably what's going to happen here. Um, or it's going to be a safety. Safety would be brutal. Nobody wants a safety. Nobody wants a safety. Um, I have an, I have a lean. Um, obviously, I said the over Bill, the Bills Texans. I will be taking that with you. I do lean the um, the Panthers. I don't know if I'm going to take them officially yet. I got to do more, a little bit more research. Like I said, haven't been home for a few days, enjoying a quick little vacation. Um, but besides that, I think that kind of wraps up the NFL show. We're going to be right back. Be right back. Oh, we're going to rewind. I'm going to throw one more out there, actually. You're going to give him the other one? Yeah. I'm gonna, I have two more still on my card here. So I'm going to throw one oh. more out there. I'll leave one on the article for the uh, six-pack article that everybody can go read at uh, FFD Podcast. It'll be posted up there. I will, I will finish it officially tomorrow. 
I've just been a lazy week, so I'm a little bit farther behind. But I have two picks left. I want to. I will talk about one of them real quick because we were talking money lines, right? We're yeah. talking money lines. Who are you like? You have the Cardinals money line. I'm going to take the Vikings money line against the Browns this week. Interesting. Um, right now, the Vikings are a one and a half or two point underdog to the Browns. Well, fun fact about this right here: the Vikings, as a home underdog, are 19 six and one against the spread in their last 26 games. This is going to be if this comes down to a field goal game, Vikings. I have going to win this game. The Browns are one and seven against the spread in their last eight as a road favorite. Also. The Vikings are 14 and four against the spread in their last 18 home games against a team with a winning road record, which is the Cleveland Browns in this case. Cleveland, everyone's Cleveland is everybody's darling this year. Everybody loves them, thinks Cleveland's going to go to the Super Bowl. They have a good shot and everything. Look at Cleveland's track record this season. It's really not that impressive when you really break it down. They have wins against the likes of Houston and Chicago, not not world beaters by any means. And they had a massive lead against Kansas City, which they ended up blowing and losing that game. Really haven't been all that impressive. Whereas on the opposite side, Minnesota is probably the best one and two team in the entire league right now. They have two bad, tough losses on their on their screen. They lost last week by a game-winning field goal. They blew it against uh, Cincinnati early in the year because of overtime, where they just, just could not manage the overtime session to save their life. Um, so just little mistakes here and there. But they are by far, I think, the best one and two team out there. Cleveland is more than likely going to be out with, without their top draft pick, Greg Newsom, back at cornerback, and which leaves Denzel Ward really on an island by himself out there. Green Williams, kind of a bust ever since he got drafted out of LSU. So I'm not too concerned. So Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen should be able to do some work against that defensive secondary. Uh, Kirk Cousins, sneaky, very underrated, has put up big numbers for the past few years, especially last season, and he's doing it again this year. Dalvin Cook is expected to be back for this game as well. So you're getting all these different weapons that can hit different parts of this defensive affront. I love the Vikings in this spot as the home team right here, especially coming off a tough loss last week. I don't think the Browns are as good as everybody thinks they are. No. Uh, we don't. Jarvis Landry is now out. We don't know if Odell is going to play. I think he's probably still trending towards a no. No, he played uh, last week. He looked really good. Okay, I didn't watch that game last week. I had a busy weekend. Uh, most so. people didn't. It was an embarrassment. Yeah. I, I have I a question Jar- about it when you're done. Jarvis is out. So um, I we said in the beginning of the year, I like this Vikings defense a little bit more than I did last year. They were leaning more on veteran play back in the secondary. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the Minnesota Vikings to win this game outright here. Yeah, no, I was going to ask you if uh, Matt Nagy uh, – through the game on purpose because he doesn't like Justin Fields, but you didn't watch it, so it's no help. Oh no, I know about that one though. I, I was all over the timeline. So, uh, is there a, have you ever seen a worse coach than Matt Nagy? Like, I don't. He's giving Adam Gase a run for his money. Like, it's Urban it's Meyer, phenomenal actually. Urban Meyer. Uh, Urban Meyer Robert finally Salah. James Robinson this week, so I'll give him a couple points. Yeah, he's you know just they don't look terrible. They're trying to get up the field right now. Um. No, I hate Matt Nagy. First season at FFD, his face is on a garbage can. I, I put his face next on a garbage can and had it right next to me all year. He's terrible. One of the worst coaches there is. I don't hate that pick. I don't hate it at all. I won't play it. Um, I'm just I'm not really interested in betting on that game whatsoever. Just something I'm just going to pass on. I didn't know you had another pick, so I do apologize. I, yeah, I forgot. I just gave that teaser out real quick. Just we do have the one more that'll stick on the article. If you want that pick, if you want to fade me, by all means, go for it. That pick will be on the uh, week 
course, it's week four six pack that I will have posted, or my editor, Mr. Billy Wilson, will have posted for me uh, as he writes brutal across my record and everything that I have on the end of the article and stuff. Couldn't help myself. Yeah. I saw that you had edited it and I was like, oh, what did he do? And then, yep, there that was right at the bottom. Love to see Hate that. to see it. Um, but yeah, that pick will be up there. Uh, a little tease with that. That is a very fun game to watch. It involves Mr. Wilson's favorite team. Um, so if you know our guy here, our, our, our chairs here, you know who that is. If not, we're going to have to take a read. Get the specs yeah. out and you know do a little bit of reading. That's the problem. Guys, get out and read the articles, boys. Boys and girls, read the articles. We put a lot of work into them. That helps. Like We do talk about things, but sometimes we don't get everything out that we want to say. It. We're not as good as speakers as we are writers. So, uh, yeah, check it out. I do agree with the pick. I, I think that's a pretty easy pick. My team looks I, 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 I don't like that you like pretty much all of my picks this week. No, I think you're actually on that, the right side of bets this week. I should be doing well, but I'm, oh, I think I think you finally turned the corner on on the week. <laughs> you know, it, especially in the beginning of the year, NFL's hard. Like if you go to like any like these major sites that like give out picks, do this, do that, like these professional quote unquote professional handicappers, they're not doing. They're hovering around fifty percent. You know, it's it's not an easy sport to gamble on. I do think I do think we'll get better as the season goes on when more info comes in. You know? It is what it is. You know, it's not our best sport. That I I know that for a fact it's not my best sport. I hope you get tackled. Oh, let's go. Big stop. Uh anyway, Morgan close this out. We have a we're going yes. back to back so, tonight. So we are going back to back. The boys are pulling the all nighter tonight. Um, we've had both had long weeks. Mr. Wilson himself was down in the big Atlantic City last night, having a grand old time, winning a ton of money, of course, not losing all of his money, uh, but having a great time. So we're doing a double back to back episode tonight. We will be filming right when we wrap this one up with you knuckleheads, uh, the college football episode for this week, which we will put our picks up for that as well. Um, real quick, if anybody wants, just because that will not get posted, the pick page will not get posted before the game is up. Uh, Iowa laying three tomorrow against Maryland. If you do listen to this and watch this, I love Iowa tomorrow against Maryland. Uh, Iowa is a much better team. So just gonna throw that out there. Okay, so it might be, but it was going to be in the article and one of my official picks. I'm not going to have time to get it up there and everything. I don't want to cheat people and everything. I have other ones I will get out there, but this is us. This is Betting the Diagonal. I am here with my boy, Billy, as always. Billy, where are you at? What's going on with you? Find me, BillyFFD, on Twitter. And that's why we have the Twitter. For If you don't always listen to the show, we always get the picks out. We do the best we can. Um, I'm going to throw... I'm going to throw the records up after this weekend. Hopefully Morgan wins a couple more bets. I, I don't want to make my boy feel bad. Um, so I'm trying. I've been holding off on him. I probably shouldn't be, but it is what it is. You can find me at BillyFFD on Twitter. Find me at FFD underscore podcast on Twitter. I'm giving out all fantasy football advice. Give me questions, whatever you guys want to talk about. I'm all ears. Uh, ben Diagonal. Morgan, where can I find you at? Yes, I am at Mo Watts 26. I am at Bang Diagonal. I am on Fantasy Football Degenerates FFD podcast. You can find the articles all up there. If you really want to jump in, enjoy chirping with me on Twitter. Uh, Joe Green has had a great time in the past few weeks coming at me for all of my stuff. 
Uh, I got another nice one this evening, which looks like I might actually work out okay in my favor. Um, but we've been getting chirped at. I love it. Come at me. Uh, hopefully yeah. I can crawl out of it and everything and I can feel good about chirping back because I love to get in the trenches with people and muck it up a little bit. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of chirping. I need my buddy Mista Mista to come back. Oh, the so Mista Mista guy? Oh. That I can chirp with. I miss that kid. Uh, maybe he's just an NBA better. I hope to see him come uh, the winter in late fall. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, this was the first episode of the night, the NFL episode for Bang the Diagonal. We will see you knuckleheads in about five minutes. <laughs>